WYPR is here to keep you connected to your community. And as our communities change amid the coronavirus pandemic, that connection is more important than ever before. Member support makes it possible. And if you can, we hope you'll help us out. If you're a sustaining member, consider increasing your monthly pledge or become a new member with a first-time gift. Come to WYPR.org and click the donate link. And thanks. Welcome to One Day at a Time in Recovery in Baltimore. My name is Theo Hill, and I'm your host for this podcast about addiction and recovery. And I bring an interesting background to the conversation. I'm proud to say I've been in recovery myself for 19 years after struggling with a heroin addiction for much of my earlier life. On the past few episodes of this podcast, I've hosted one-on-one conversations with other people like me, people on their own paths to recovery from addiction. This episode, we're changing things up a little bit. I have a very distinguished guest in the studio with me. He is currently the president of the University of Baltimore. He's a former dean of Howard University of Law. And from 1987 to 1999, he has served as mayor of Baltimore City. It is my pleasure and honor to welcome Mayor Kurt Smoke. Uh, mayor Smoke, to put things in perspective, during the time you were mayor of Baltimore, I was actively addicted to heroin. I've asked you here today to reflect back on your political career and to talk to me about your ideas on drug policies as they were evolved over the years. Can you paint a picture of the drug problem as it existed in Baltimore when you took office in the late 1980s? For me, uh, as you know, uh, before I was mayor, I was a prosecutor. I was uh, the state's attorney for five years, and before that, I was an assistant United States attorney. So uh, over that eight-year period, I guess you could call me a drug warrior. I mean, I, I just viewed the whole problem as mainly a crime problem and uh, not a public health problem. But uh, as I got uh, more experience, and particularly uh, uh, dealing with uh, a wide variety of people who were affected by drugs, that is, people not only who were addicted, but people who had AIDS uh, because of sharing dirty needles, um, babies who were being born addicted, undercover officers whose lives were uh, endangered because people were hooked on drug money and not on on drugs. So over that period of time, my views started evolving. And so by the time I became mayor, I was ready to say to people that the drug problem ought to be a public health problem, not a criminal justice problem. And we ought to try to deal with it uh, as that. And uh, that's what I tried to do during my 12 years as mayor. Why was it so tough and so controversial politically to change minds to a more progressive approach to the drug policy? Well, you remember back in the, particularly in the 1990s, uh, even uh, a liberal politician like Bill Clinton was talking about a very strong and harsh federal uh, crime bill uh, that led, unfortunately, to mass incarceration. It was uh, used uh, so heavily by police departments. But the bottom line is that overwhelmingly most people, uh, most citizens viewed the drug problem as a crime problem, and they thought that we could arrest and prosecute and incarcerate our way out of the problem. Uh, It was only later on when the uh, drug problem started to be seen and it's not just an inner city uh, problem, 
but as a middle class problem, a suburban mm-hmm. problem, uh, a national uh, a problem that people started saying, oh, wait a minute, I know somebody who's had this problem. We need to put him in treatment, not in jail. Uh, so more and more consensus started to develop that uh, there are other ways other than incarceration of addressing the problem. And so I'm, I'm pleased now that more and more elected officials are talking about it as a health matter, not a, a crime matter. I've heard people say that you were ahead of your time on this issue. Well, Theo, you may remember uh, <laughs> I got really roundly criticized uh, uh, for what I had to say. I mean, there were some politicians in Washington that thought that I ought to leave office uh, and be impeached. Uh, one guy said uh, that he knew me, and he said, yeah, he had a bright future and mm-hmm. put it in the, the past. But the bottom line was that uh, it was pretty clear to me uh, that we weren't going to be able to arrest our way out of the problem. I mean, year after year, we would see uh, police uh, come in with these big uh, busts, uh, you know, put a lot of drugs on the table and guns on the table and show that off. And um, one guy would get arrested, but somebody else would replace him because there was so much money to be made, so many profits to be uh, made in uh, drug trafficking. So uh, my view was that you had to do something to take the profit out of it and uh, Mm -hmm. also uh, try to uh, really deal with the demand side. I mean, why do people want to take the drugs? You know, try to, you know, help folks with treatment and long-term treatment. Uh, So uh, slowly but surely things uh, started uh, to change, but I just wished that uh, that change had come a bit faster because, you know, you and I were talking a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. about the impact on families um, and how... uh, uh, young mothers got caught up in this, and their children ended up uh, being raised by their grandparents or, uh, you know, the great aunt or something like that. So it, it was just terribly disruptive. The number of young guys that went into prison and came out and they couldn't get jobs because they had that felony record. Uh, a lot of the things, uh, if if we had changed policy, you know, 20 years ago, uh, maybe we wouldn't have had the same kind of impact that we see today in, in the communities. And that was going to bring me to my next question. What do you see in the future for Baltimore? Well, you know, I'm I I'm kind of optimistic. You know, right. my my big problem right now, obviously, is that we still haven't figured out how to work with our young men to stop them from shooting one another. Uh, that that's yes. such a, a big change. But the good days of the city really outweigh the bad days. I was just with a group of middle school students last night that came to. Uh, the University of Baltimore to show off their talent in poetry. Those really represent the best in our youth, not not the worst. So I'm pretty optimistic about a lot of the things that are going on in the city, but we really do have to get control of the uh, the crime, uh, yes. the violent crime issue. And, I, and I'm hoping that our new health commissioner, because uh, she's coming in and uh, has an idea about helping with long-term treatment, so maybe we can uh, do, uh, you know, get more people in the treatment. I, you know, the biggest difference, uh, that the, uh, from the time that I was mayor to now, there are actually more people dying of uh, opioid addiction yes. than of uh, uh, violent crime in our city. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't know. So, you know, that intervention into the opioid uh, problem is something that we really have to get our hands on. I see that you have kept yourself busy since you were <laughs> mayor. Uh, 
Your resume is impressive, very impressive. Well, I always wanted to be involved in some way in public service, and now, uh, you know, I had that uh, a nine-year period over in Washington where I was uh, a dean of the Howard Law School, and that was really uh, a great experience, you know, because that law school's got so much uh, tradition. But uh, I was pleased to be able to get the opportunity to come back to Baltimore, serve at the University of Baltimore, because... I tell people we're not only the University of Baltimore, we're the University for Baltimore. We do an awful lot in the communities, uh, whether it's our law uh, clinics or education, the dual enrollment programs that we have with the high schools and middle school students. Uh, We do an awful lot in the community. So I feel like I'm still involved in public service in many respects. I would like to reach my hand out if you can, you know, if I can help out in any way in your endeavors sure. with the children and and, and and whoever, whatever crowd there is. Well, I, I think talk. that would be great, Theo, because, uh, you know, people need to hear from those who've experienced the, the problem and kind of been through the valley and have come out. And, uh, you know, not all, all of us have that kind of uh, education. That's a different type of education, yes. but one that's very important. And so sharing your experiences uh, with others, I think, can be very helpful in um, helping the city to make uh, the kind of improvements that I think both of us want. Mayor Smoke, thank you for having this conversation with me. Well, I wish you luck with this. I think it's very important and uh, hope you get a nice broad audience there to listen to you. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Kurt Smoke is the president of the University of Baltimore. He served as mayor of Baltimore from 1987 to 1999. I'm Theo Hill for One Day at a Time in Recovery in Baltimore. Thanks for listening.